Hey, guys. How you living? You doing well? Good. I just did that one wrong for the first time in a really long time. I usually nail that one every time. I say it the same way every time. Anyway, so in this episode, I talked about Baby is Cold Outside. And I sort of stole a little bit of things that everybody else said and then brought other people's opinions into this situation. And I... I gave my take on this whole this whole baby is cold outside deal. So that's the hottest topic that's going on now, and I try my damnedest to not uh, up my views or up my listens by just plugging a hot topic. But this time I did, so uh, so sue me. I'll be a shill. Who cares? Um, please, please, please. One of my, and I can't believe I made it through the entire episode and didn't mention this. One of one of the Polly's Island and Merle's Inlet great, great humans, brother Jack Baldwin, lost his life in a car accident yesterday, and it just literally ripped the heart out of Polly's Island and Merle's Inlet area. He was a staple in this area. If for those of y'all who do not know. Jack worked for Creekside Cabs for years and then started his own uh, cab company and just um, just for so many years was a person who drove around and kept a lot of people alive by not allowing them to drink and drive. And just a heart of gold, absolute heart of gold. I have shared on my Kelsey Hudgens Facebook page a link where they are taking donations. You can take cash donations to Owens Liquor in Pauly's, or you can Venmo. There are links to all of that on my Facebook page. I will also share that on the podcast page so that you guys can check that out and donate if if, if you feel so, so inclined. And don't even worry about the GoFundMe or the Patreon stuff that I'm sharing. Uh, donate to Jack to help help uh help his family in this this uh terrible time in in our community's life so <sighs> r.i.p brother jack seeing that big tree house in the sky um anyway go to the facebook page go to the youtube page Go to the Instagram page, go to Twitter, all of these fronts, Patreon, all of these fronts. Got a got a whole lot of new stuff coming out. Got a whole lot of cool shit going on. The fishing show is uh, going into the next level of planning, so going to be having a lot of shit going down with the fishing show, and I'm going to put a link to that channel up at the end of this podcast, or at the end of this intro, so YouTube people stay tuned for, for that. Um, let's see, what else do we got? December is a very slow month for cornbread, which is totally fine with me because I am give out, basically, and I need some time off. So pretty much got just about the whole month of December off, minus about, you know, five or six gigs. Um, needed that. Needed that pretty badly. So that's happening um, this week. Come to Dead Dog Thursday night. Me and Smitty will be doing a duo at Dead Dog, and then... Friday, I've got the Brass Tap, and Saturday, I've got Strong Water Solo, both of those, so come check those out. I think that's all I got for you. Watch Bumping Mics on Netflix, the Dave Attell and Jeff Ross. Watch that. 
Watch the Civil War, Kim Burns documentary. I think that's all I got. All right, guys. Appreciate you watching. Appreciate you listening. Be good, people. I love you. Enjoy. Peace, bitches. Okay, we're doing good now? Okay. All right. Something something went wrong on the audio real quick. I had to restart it. Sorry. Um, Okay. So there is a lot of controversy going on right now concerning a very popular winter song. Not necessarily a Christmas song. It's not a Christmas song. It's a winter song. But there's a lot of controversy uh, surrounding it. What's up, Smitty? Uh, anyway, what's going on with this thing is that a lot of people are applying a modern viewpoint to a vintage song. Sweet. Um, yeah, they're putting a modern, modern spin or modern mentality to a vintage song. Now, this is something that is not very wise to do. I don't think, am I, is my audio here hot enough? There, this is something that's not wise to do. I don't think. And I say that because also same thing in the Bible, same thing with the Bible is like a lot of things that people say in the Bible, they're like, Oh, well you can't do this because it's in the Bible says you shouldn't do it. Well, guess what? Times were fucking different. Then it's, it's a different thing. Times were different. So here is my, before we start that, let's 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 do this. I'm gonna read these lyrics. Uh, I'm gonna just read, go down, go down this, and read the lyrics, and uh, <laughs> just see, just reading it, and, and and try not try to think that this is in the this is in the the 40s. This song this song was released in the early 40s, and it's not what everybody. I don't know. I, I I'm not gonna get into that yet. Check this out. Okay. I really can't stay, she says, but baby, it's cold outside. I've got to go away, but baby, it's cold outside. This evening has been blah, blah, blah. So very nice. My mother will start to worry. My father will be pacing the floor. So really, I'd better scurry, but maybe just half a drink more. So this is the thing. This girl is in this song. I'm sorry. I know how y'all work. This girl is fishing for him to say, but baby, it's cold outside. And that's all she wants. She wants a reason to stay. She's looking for a reason to stay. I mean, so very nice. I'll hold your hands there just like ice. See, she wants a reason to hang around this guy. She wants to stay. She She's looking for a reason. She keeps saying, oh, but this, but this, but this. But maybe just a half a drink more. Put some records on while I pour. It's so, I'm sorry. This is my favorite Christmas song. This is, or, or, or you know what I mean. It's not a Christmas song. This is my favorite winter song. Because of Elf, by the way. Because I'm desperately in love with Zoe Deschanel. Zoe, I love you, baby. Um. So the neighbors might think, baby, it's bad out there. So what's in this drink? No cabs to be had out there. So he already knows. See, this is where it turns. Okay, I'm gonna. I, I, I'll switch up a little bit. This is where it turns just a touch. The neighbors might think, baby, it's bad out there. So what's in this drink? No cabs to be had out there. I wish I knew how. Your eyes are starlit now to break this spell. I'll take your hat. Your hair looks swell. So he's already trying to undress her from the top. Now, this is saying trying to undress her. This is obviously the 40s. 
Listen, she's like, I ought to say no, but, and then he's like, mind if I move in closer, at least I'm going to say that I tried. What's the sense of hurting my pride? So obviously he's like, listen, why did you want to put me through this? Like, you've obviously, you're giving me all the signs that tell me you want to stay like, cause obviously you haven't left yet. And I don't know if in the forties, maybe it was just a rude thing to walk out on somebody like that. Who's trying to pitch some woo to you or whatever have you. I don't know the rules of this game. Anyway, uh, here's, here's where it gets a little more, I think what this, I think this verse is what bothers all of the, all of the modern mindset people on this. I simply must go. Maybe it's cold outside. The answer is no. Repeat. Your welcome has been so nice and warm. And the whole time he's like, okay, he's, he's, he's making, like look at look at the windows in the storm. My sister will be suspicious. He goes, God, your li- lips look delicious. My brother will be there at the door, waves upon the tropical shore. My maiden aunt's mind is vicious, lips delicious again, but maybe just a cigarette more. See, this is the thing. Is he really talking her into this throughout this situation? Is is this what's happening, or is she is she literally just like? I don't know. Is she fishing for this or is he talking her into it? See, I don't know. I don't know where this is, no matter whether this is a modern mindset or a a old school mindset. This is like, I don't know, man. It seems like they're both playing this game. Have y'all seen the video of the guy who's snoring and it sounds like he's, he's hitting a tennis ball and the dudes are like, with badminton rackets and they're doing back and forth. It looks like that's what they're doing. It looks like they're just hitting the ball back and forth there. You know, this is not going to happen, but a man obviously wants to be challenged. A man is always going to, if you challenge one of us, that is a surefire way that we're going to, you know, roll up our sleeves and get ready to, to throw down. And I say throw down. That means that we're going to battle with this thing. We're going to, we're going to see who's going to win this challenge. So she says, I really can't stay. And he's like, Oh, but sure you can. Why not? I've got to go away. Oh, but sure you can just hang out for a little bit. This evening has been, Oh, listen, I was hoping you'd be, but be, be by. And she's like, Oh, this is nice. Oh, but your hands are freezing. Let me hold them. My mother will start to worry. So oh, why are you in such a hurry? Come on, hang out. My, my father will be placing, pacing the floor. Oh, look at that fireplace. It's going hard. No pun intended. <laughs> so really, I think I'd better scurry. Oh, don't hurry off, but maybe just a half a drink more. Oh, put some records on. I got the drinks. So he knows right then that he is in. Here's the thing. In this day and age, if it is a woman who is in a situation to where she doesn't want to be in that situation, would she not just leave now? And I understand that, that there's a whole, there's a, there's a lot of folks out there who would say, Hey, you know, this woman doesn't want to feel, uh, she doesn't want to, uh, or, or, or hold on. I want to make sure I say this right. So that I don't, I don't, uh, take any heat does. And, and I'm asking, asking the ladies out there, do you feel like if you're in a situation like this, do you feel just the pressure of this guy saying, baby, it's cold outside or just don't leave, just hang out here. Do you feel like that is objectifying you in any way? Or is that, is that just a, a guy being a guy? And, and of course I understand that there's a lot of people out there who would take just a dude being a dude 
as being objectifying. And I understand that 100%. Like I, I get, I get where we are today, but is, is this her, is this her saying, you know, I can't leave or I don't, I don't want to do this. Uh, I'm ready to go, but then maybe I'll have a, maybe just a half a drink more. Once he hears maybe just a half a drink more, that's like when, that's like when you're, you're watching, you're watching boxing and I'm not going to go into the, uh, the Wilder Fury thing, but that's like if you're boxing and you hit this dude and you see his head wobble a little bit, you know that you're getting, you know that you're getting this guy, you know that you're getting into, you know that you're getting into the, the point where you could take this dude out. You can knock him out. This is, and that's probably a horrible analogy, but, uh, sorry about that. But still this dude, once he hears her, but maybe just a half a drink more, he knows that's his end. He's like, okay, so she does want to stay. She's just playing this game with me, which is possibly, uh, uh, and, uh, Austin, Austin said something to that effect on, uh, uh, on Scott Mann's comment on, on Smitty's post actually. And it's like, okay, so they're just, this is the sort of thing that was going around back then. This is what people did. They would, they would fool around, you know, verbally and just play these, play these games. And obviously the world wasn't what it is today back then. So to listen to it, like if obviously fucking Bill Cosby was singing this song, it'd be a lot different. Like put some records on while I pour. It's like, I don't trust you, Bill, but I do understand why folks would think that this song is very rapey. As a matter of fact, I, I, I have a bit that I've written down in my phone and it's really like, if you listen to that song today, like and that's my, like I said, it's my favorite winter themed song because of Elf and Zoe Deschanel. Like, don't read anything into. Oh, he's a uh, Kelsey uh, is all into you know taking advantage of girls and everything because uh, this song that he likes, I know it because of this song. And I'm like, yeah, t- yeah, fuck you. Listen, the reason I like this song is because of Elf and Zoe Deschanel. I apologize for whatever that may mean, but listen, don't bring Leon Redbone in it. And I think Dean Martin actually wrote the song from what this thing says, uh, or not wrote it, but recorded anyway, that's beside the point. So I do understand like it is, it is, if you, if you think about it in the last few years and all the things that have been going on, it's kind of rapey, but at what point are we gonna, at what point do we, just all right. For instance, in in twenty to thirty years, when this this whole uh, awakening of of I matter too, or uh, this is not cool. I don't appreciate the way that you treated me. I don't appreciate the things that you did and uh, objectified me from a from a from a woman's standpoint. At what point are we gonna be banning all of the songs that literally only objectify women? And I and I know that I'm I'm, I'm sort of plagiarizing. Excuse me, I'm sort of plagiarizing a little bit from comments that I've read on on all of these posts that people have made uh, regarding this song. But a lot of rap music is constantly just objectifying, and it's not even just. It's, it's not, and it's not just the men guys, my neck, my back. Have you not heard that song? Tell me if that, tell me if that, uh, if this shit swings both ways, if this door swings both ways, guys, it's got to swing all, all the way, both sides. 
So what up, Justin? Subscribing to the channel. Appreciate you, homie. Uh, yeah. Uh, so anyway, like everybody is being, everybody I think is just being a little uptight on all of these situations and all of the, I, I think all of this stuff could be solved if everybody just steps back and looks at the actual meaning of this song. A lot of people don't understand, you know, this, this elf really did put this song on the forefront for a lot of people in modern days. And it's just, it's just a song and it's an innocent song at, at, at least at the least, this is an innocent song. You think about things that came, this was in 1940 something. And okay. Think about what came out 20 years later. I want to hold your hand or she was just 17. Like obviously she was just 17 was was something that was acceptable back then because these kids were 18 and 19 when the Beatles released that. Or I want to hold your hand. That's how that's how guys said the the things that everybody are just they they take all of the curtains away. There's no more curtain. And I and I and I'm a fan of the curtain. And if you don't understand what I mean by that, I mean that there is beauty in saying fly me to the moon let me lay, play among the stars that's in other words hold my hand come on frankie we all knew what frankie meant but he didn't say it he didn't say it so you don't know what he meant which is also in the same vein that a man and, and a lot of people might not agree with me on this i think that a female is more attractive clothed than unclothed because of the imagination that you have you like you don't know what is going on there so you, it, it is all left to the imagination the same. And that might not have been the best uh, analogy either, but sue me, who cares? But here's the thing. If you take away all of the, if you take the curtain away, you know, you take the curtain away and you see everything that goes on, then is the magic just not there anymore. And it's just not fun. And is taking the curtain away part of why we need to even have this conversation right now about this song? Is it because there are so many people who have like, oh, so that's what he meant when he's saying, baby, it's cold outside. And, you know, he wants her girl to stay and fuck. Is that what they're talking about? Who knows? Who knows? And, and listen, what the deal is, is there are too many people who just want to to bring light to their situation and bring awareness to something that they feel strongly about, which I'm completely on the side of. I, I understand that there are a lot of people who, who want to bring awareness to things that need, and, and, and I'm not saying that it does not need to happen. There absolutely does need to be awareness when you're talking about things like uh, uh, rape or objectifying or, or think, or, or, or a female being, and not just a female, anybody, anybody It's 2005. Now it's, it, everything's different. So anybody, anybody who's different or any, any person who is objectified or put in a situation they do not want to be in should not have to remain in that situation, despite any, any person trying to convince them so or not. So is this, the kind of thing that we need to, uh, or hold on, let me back up a little bit. I kind of lost where I was at for a second, but I got it now. Um, so 
I'm all about people bringing awareness to not be objectified or not be put in a, a potential harmful situation for him or her. But at what point are we going to start pointing this giant spotlight at what the real problem is rather than just picking off things that have been around for years and, and is it maybe is the argument here? Here's a question for somebody who's, who is for the song to be taken off the radio. Is the argument that this song could maybe put the wrong idea in the mind of a child these days or of a person who or of, or of a modern man is the idea that maybe this puts the idea in his mind that something can uh, if you if you're not getting what you want out of a situation you can just slowly be persistent and uh just just get what you want out of a situation and two I'm not going to say that fuck it I'm going to say it okay and two is I I'm I'm sorry I'm not going to act like I'm not part of the world I do spend a lot of time alone by myself at the house but when I do go out into the into the community down here into the bar world into the outside world I see a lot of, you know, uh, girls do not come straight out and say what they mean. They want you to fish for certain situations. They want you to fish for things. They don't want to come straight out and say, hey, this is what I want to do, and I want you to be a part of it. That's not how this works. They make you play this game. And y'all know you do it. Don't act like you don't. I know my, 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 my listener base is, is mostly males, but there's a lot of girls to listen to. Tell me, talk to me, tell me if I have this right or wrong. Like, like talk to me, let me know. Y'all know y'all play those games. Y'all know y'all, y'all like if, if you're fishing for something and then, and then, you know what, if, if the dude ends up like being somebody and I, and I end up being the person that's on that side most of the time, I'm a very naive person. I can't tell if somebody likes me or not or whatever. I'm a naive person. I truly am. I have no problem admitting that. And and a lot of people who are close to me know that. And I, and I, cause I'm very vocal about that. I don't, I don't, I've even done a podcast episode about it. I don't know what they mean because I think that when somebody says, Hey, I want to hang out and, uh, come over and check out the podcast studio. I'm like, okay, that's cool. Yeah. Come by and swing by. Let's, let's check out the podcast studio. So they show up and I'm like, okay, so here's the studio. Uh, <laughs> so, and then, then maybe they'll leave with a, with a, like a thought, like, dude, he really had no idea what I, what I, uh, what I meant by check out the podcast studio. And I was like, you know what? How about say what you mean? Because I'm one of those people that doesn't want to get caught up in a shit situation that everybody's end up getting caught in these days. By the way, I said in that one podcast that I, that I did about this particular subject that in 20 or 30 years, when all the shit's hitting the fan and everybody's getting all, uh, getting called out for being indelicate to women and objectifying and all that shit, guess who's going to have a clean record. Anyway, that's beside the point. Y'all know y'all play games. Y'all know y'all know that you're not going to come straight out and say and say what it is that you want. But but we want to. But we want to be. I want to make sure I say this without. I want to make sure I say this right. So give me a second. Y'all do know you play games, but 
you don't want to be the one who says, oh, well, uh, you don't want to be the one who says, Oh, this dude just came on to me. I didn't like it. I didn't feel comfortable. And it was just uh, misogynistic. It was just awful. It was terrible. I don't I don't like the way that he made me feel by uh, by assuming that I was over there for sex rather than to check out the podcast studio or or whatever have you. I don't want no part in that. I don't want to have no part in that. But. If a person doesn't do that, you're like, oh man, he was a bitch. He's just a bitch. He don't he don't know what he don't know what uh, which way's up. He don't know what what's going on. So which would you rather be? Would you rather be the person who's objectifying somebody because you're losing either way? And that is the problem with this situation: is that it's not about what the song says. It's about winning. It's about my side's better than your side. It's about my side wins. And I'm the world's worst in that. I'm a competitive person. I was raised in competitions. I was raised doing things like that. I'm a competitive person. I can't help it. But there are certain situations that are different. If we're talking about the the kind of situation like me and Smitty and Adam getting arguments all the time. And when we get in arguments all the time and they can act like they don't, but they want to win too. We, and everybody else does. Everybody else does the same thing. We all want to win because th- th- that's what we want to do. Shit, we watch football. We want to win. You don't want your team to lose. By the way, roll tight. We don't want your team to lose. You want to win. That's what this whole situation is about. This song, I, I, I guarantee you that it could be any song. It doesn't matter. And the radio station, whichever radio station decided to ban the song, you know what they did? They got a shitload of they got a shitload of free press for their radio station because of it. And that DJ, whoever it is, he's he's pulling a lot of positive energy from a lot of places and a lot of negative energy from places. But the fact is, is that he's pulling energy. It doesn't matter whether it's positive or negative. There's no such thing as bad press, there, uh, so to speak, which I disagree with. There is a very there is a such thing as as bad press, but it's still press. It's still bringing your argument to the forefront. And the thing that I hate about it is why the fuck was it just not, Hey, did you hear about that song? Baby, it's cold outside. Oh, I love that song, man. That song was an elf. Yeah. Did you hear that? They took that thing off of the radio in uh, Cincinnati. I think it was, it was a Cincinnati. Somebody watching. Let me know. Is it uh anyway, it, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They took that thing off the radio. Like, oh man, that's a bummer. I hate that song. Why'd they take it off? Oh, because it's kind of rapey. And well, it kind of is. And it is kind of rapey. I'm sorry. It is. But, Kelly Tate, I shared, I, let me, let me read, let me read what Kelly wrote here. Hold on a second. Let me, let me, give me, give me a second to, to search this out. Kelly wrote this, uh, wrote this thing that I shared the other day. And, and from a, from a female standpoint on this song, it's, it's really interesting to hear her take. And she kind of, she kind of reversed it around to the sort of people who are usually, uh, putting this thing on the forefront to call their bluff, so to speak. Where is this? Okay, here we go. She says, and here I'm Kelly, Kelly, I'm going to give you credit for this. 
What's really interesting about this nonsense is that certain people think it's rapey, quote-unquote, when in all actuality the tension in the song comes from her own desire to stay and society's expectations that she'll go. Very true. And his repeated refrain, baby, it's cold outside, is offering her the excuses she needs to stay without guilt because her words are all based around other people's expectations of her. So in reality, the people protesting and offended by this song are slut-shaming. And isn't that the opposite of progressive and exactly what we don't want to do? I couldn't have said it better myself. I literally couldn't have. And uh, I, I shared... I shared her uh, and gave her credit to that for that. But still, it's she's right. Are we are, so pick one? What do you want us to do now? What what is it that we're supposed to do? Are we supposed to take this song off the radio because it's a rapey vibe? Or are we supposed to look at this thing as okay this girl was trying to look for a reason she was trying to figure out if this guy was quote unquote man enough to convince her to stay when and and, uh, ladies i love you you know i do i say it all the time i love you ladies but listen this is absolutely true this is accurate this is something that we deal with or are you just trying to play the game? See, this dude is man enough. See if this dude's man enough to convince me to stay because that's what you want. And then whenever he's like, she's like, okay, I really can't stay, but baby, it's cold outside. I've got to go away, but baby, it's cold outside. This evening has been so very nice. I'll hold your hand. They're just like ice. At this point, when she says, at, at the point, she's like, uh, I really must go. The answer is no. When she says the answer is no, and then you're like, okay, I'm done. I, I, all right, you say no. I'm, I don't want to be the kind of person that ends up in the news next week. I don't want to be Aziz Ansari. I'm sorry. I don't want this to happen to me when I've done absolutely nothing wrong. I'm just going to bow out. Then this dude is not, a, uh, then this dude is, oh, well, he wasn't man enough to hang around. He couldn't handle it. That's how you guys react, and you lying ass if you tell me that's not how you react. You lying, you lying ass if you tell me that's not how you do. You know that's what y'all do, ladies. I'm sorry, I love you. You know, <laughs> you know I do. But still, what what does this this whole situation is awfully confusing for me. I'm just I don't understand. I don't understand at this point what what kind of person you're supposed to be. If you are the kind of person who says all oh, this song is this song is rapey and I and I, I don't agree with what it says, then I then and, and and like I said like I said before that's fine I I'm I'm on that page too I do believe the song sounds awful rapey but that's me listening to it with today's ears. But thankfully, I'm the kind of person who can look back and say, okay, this is case in point. There's a scene in Cheers. I just recently watched Cheers. There's a scene in Cheers where Sam and Diane are slapping each other. She slap, uh, or he, he slaps her 
and she slaps him back and then he slaps her again and she slaps him again and they're just slapping each other in this scene and everybody's laughing about it that shit will not fly today but you don't hear anybody out there talking about taking cheers off the air do you you don't hear anybody out there talking about taking cheers off of Netflix or whatever. Now, you might now because we're bringing it up. But still, you don't hear shit like that. At what point is at what point is enough enough in this situation to where we're like, okay, I could take this off. But if I take this off, I'm also going to have to take this off. Because they're basically the same, right? Well, no. It's not right. It's because it's like no, it's not all right. It's just it's it's you have to not be biased on this situation. You have to be able to see through what everything else is. You have to be able to see through. Okay, this person is saying this about this song. What other songs do now we have to take off? So now you're going to listen through every catalog of every artist of all time and say, okay, this is okay, this is okay, this 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 has to go, this has to go, but this can stay. When do we get to that point? When when do we get to the point to where we're just just you've got somebody who's now being paid X amount of dollars to listen to this artist's discography to decide whether or not a song there is in their catalog gets to stay or not because it's objectifying. I don't know. Either way, the song is, it's a, it's a, it's a good song. It seems innocent enough to me. If you think of it in the context in which it was written, if you think of it in the context of how the world is today and how how everything is just so much different, then, yeah, it's rapey and it's inappropriate. But how do we how do we get I mean, how do we how do we decide how do we decide which of those is more important? How do we decide whether whether we take something as okay? Well, times were different back then. Like when somebody says, "Oh, this song sounds kind of kind of rapey," or "This song sounds kind of bad," then that opens the cat that opens the the door for you to say, "Well, you know, things were things were different back then." You know, we we've had a lot of advancements in this country for a long time and now this sort of situation is not as acceptable as it used to be but this is how things used to be and you know you you can look at the way where the world is now and where the country is now and you know people are are able to people are able to do things and protect themselves from situations like this and that just wasn't the case back then. You make it a uh, a learning opportunity. Make it a make it an take the opportunity to teach somebody something about this. Huh, I don't know. I'm getting to the point where I'm rambling now, so I'm going to go ahead and wrap this thing up. But uh, anyway, my my overall take on this song is it's still my favorite winter song, and I say this because I'll say one more time. When I heard Zoe Deschanel do this song in Elf with Will Ferrell, it I, I fell in love with the song, and, I, and, I, and I'll, I'll even go a little bit further in that. When my Aunt Marie 
You guys have heard me talk about my Aunt Marie. I loved my Aunt Marie. She was the best person I've ever known. When she was getting, when she started getting sick there towards the end, we, they had opened up this new, uh, this new movie theater in North Carolina. I think it was Pineville, Pineville, maybe in North Carolina. It was also movie theater. And one of the last things that we did all as a family was all of us. Like, I mean, 10 of us, a dozen, almost, I'm pretty sure it was a shitload of us. I I think it might've been a multiple car trip. We went to the movies in Pineville with my aunt Marie and my granny and my dad and all my sisters and my, my, uh, our parents and uh, my stepmom, all of us, all of us went, my parents and sisters, all of us. And we went and saw Elf and I, I just, I guess that might be one of the reasons why that song is so near and dear to my heart because it's one of the one of the better scenes in that movie is a buddy an elf who is completely innocent knows nothing about being inappropriate or knows nothing about objectifying or putting a woman in a in an odd situation he knows nothing about this he is a naive elf and this woman is singing in the shower and he's singing with her this this song. And it's one of my favorite scenes in the movie is because you finally realize that these two people who seem to be so alone in an abs in a in a in a world that's made for everybody else but them, it seems. In this one moment in the movie, it shows that they are connected with something, whether it's this song or she likes to sing or she doesn't let anybody know she likes to sing or, or whatever it is that, that was a pivotal moment in that movie. And I I love that scene. And I love that song because of that scene in that movie. And that it may be because that's one of the last really, you know, happy memories that I have when, when she was still able to get up and go do things and, and drive, you know, and, and go a couple hours over in a, and to just, just to watch a movie. And maybe that's why this song has a special place in my heart, but that's, and I thought about that the other day. I, I went to watch Elf, and I started thinking about that, and I got a little emotional with it, and I watched The Grinch instead. And then I started crying even more in The Grinch. Oh, Christmas got me. But little Cindy Lou Who. But, um, but yeah, I think that's why that's why that song is so near and dear to my heart. And I say that because yes, uh, yes, this song has some inter- or, or um, questionable things that go on in it, and I don't know how I feel about I don't know how I feel about just just pulling the plug on this song because of how people perceive it. But I do not believe that it meant the same thing when it was written as. It is being interpreted as it is being interpreted today. I just don't believe that it meant the same thing because people weren't the, the, the curtain was still up back then, you know, the curtain was still there and I'm a fan of the curtain. So, all right, that's all I got for you. Um, Things to watch. So check this out. If you are into comedy, especially if you are into off-collar comedy, if you're into the kind of things that may be pegged as inappropriate, and this is probably not the best episode to pitch this, but I'm going to do it anyway. If you're into comedy that is like borderline inappropriate 
and roast comedy like uh, Jeff Ross and Dave Attell. If you're not familiar with who Jeff, uh, if you're not familiar with Jeff Ross, you, uh, get out of the rock you're under because he's done every roast over the last few uh, after over the last decade and a half. Jeff's been the the roast uh, master over all of these things, and Dave Attell is arguably one of the greatest stand-up comedians of all time. And I just recently learned that because uh, I've just recently learned that because every comedian that I hear, he's they've got this show on Netflix called Bumping Mics. And watch it. Bumping Mics on Netflix is absolutely hilarious. There's only three episodes, so it's easy to watch. It's quick. They're going to be doing more of them. But Dave Attell has been going on a lot of different podcasts and a lot of different interviews with a lot of comedians who are just praising him in the highest honor as to saying that he is he is one of the... He is, he is on a lot of people's Rushmore is what I'm saying. And I wasn't aware of that, but he is literally one of the funniest people in the world. And anytime you listen to a podcast with him... And two other comedians, the two other comedians are rolling in the floor laughing the entire time because he's just absolutely ridiculous. By the way, he was on uh, Joe Rogan's podcast the other day, David Till and uh, uh, Jeff Ross. Watch that episode. But anyway, watch Bumping Mics. That's on Netflix. There was something else that I watched that was really awesome. Oh, if you're into history at all. If you are in any, any way a history buff, Ken Burns does the best documentaries, period. But uh, I watched the Ken Burns documentary on the Civil War, and there was just so much more that, that went on in that that I wasn't aware of, and it, that was really good. I watched that. Shit, there was totally something else that I watched that I cannot for the life of me remember. Huh. Oh, well, we got more time. We're going to be releasing more content. Um... Uh, let me get out of here before the song runs out. Um, so Zach Williams is going to be giving me a call tomorrow night around the 10 o'clock hour. Going to be releasing a, a special episode tomorrow on, on an off day. And today's episode obviously obviously on an off day. And we'll be doing Wednesday on, on schedule as usual. I'm trying to get Seth Funderburk. Uh, lined up to get in here and that is definitely going to be happening pretty soon so we're going to be getting an episode every day until thursday and maybe we'll be doing a, a sports talk again and and obviously the uh, merle's on mondays monday is not the best day to get people all involved in uh for tito's and we're going to be doing the merle's on the podcast soon and uh, going to get Wes Standish involved in that. I'm actually just going to get Wes involved in an actual episode, get him in the studio here for a little while. But uh, that's going to be happening soon. Just just stay up to date with that. Um, yeah. All right. So for YouTube people, stay tuned for all my plugs in a second in the intro. And for audio people, you've already heard all of them in the beginning. So there's that. All right. Be good people in a world full of shitty people. Don't be one of those people. Be a good person. Be good. Be good. All right. Love you. Mean it. Peace, bitches.